Big week coming to an end and a big weekend ahead. Yeah, this is the big game weekend. Hello, February. A lot of weekend. A lot of parties are going to be going on Sunday, or at least get-togethers with lots of food and, you know. (laughs) Lots of uh, eating, emotional eating. Um, Look, if you missed our After the Show podcast yesterday, uh, go grab it and take a listen. I did a little intervention with Sam, I think. You attempted an intervention. Attempted an intervention to help you let go of the no-call, Saints game no-call thing. Sam's pre-Super Bowl angst. <laughs> well, well for I mean, several weeks. Were, do you, were you satisfied with my answers, though? Yes. Because I'm taking it as an adult. Were you satisfied with my recommendations? Oh, yeah, 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 <laughs> okay. yeah. What's super funny about this is I wasn't even part of that podcast, no, so I don't know how Jody intervened on you, Sam, so mm. I'm going to go back and check that gentle. out It was gentle. Yeah. yeah. Every single day, uh, we do an after-the-show podcast for you. It's only online, and that's also <laughs> part of the total show podcast, Any, anything that you miss right here. Yeah. So uh, Sam has been getting you ready all week with the, the really the fun things between the plays. Yeah, the Super Bowl commercials. Uh, M&M's is back in it this year, and they're using Christina Apple gate for their commercial okay. they're introducing or they just introduced their m&m's candy bars i don't know if you've tried one yet no but no. it sounds like kids fighting in the back seat of course stop ouch Cut it out. i'm not doing anything ouch. Quit. okay do i have to break you guys apart he started it Excuse stop me. touching me <laughs> okay that's it if you don't stop i will eat all of you alive right now <laughs> <laughs> And break them and apart as they're in the candy bar. Excellent. And okay. And by the way, Murphy, you can try it if you want the peanut uh, M and M's candy bar. It, it, it didn't live up no. to peanut. They peanut M and M's. There's a peanut in each M and M. Yes. Peanut M and M candy bar. There is a little M and M minis and peanuts sprinkled throughout, but it's not. It's like not the same every time. Yeah, they so didn't they, need to. They didn't glue a bunch of M M&M, and M peanut peanut M and M's together no. for the candy bar. No, no, no. But they do make the mint one, and they make a couple others. So maybe nice the mint know. one should I have all the, the mint, mint flavor. M&Ms. Also, I think Echo is going to have a great one. They got a lot of stars in it. Yeah. And they're trying failed Echo products. Amazon Echo, the okay. toothbrush with the speakers in them. You know, I want to listen to my podcast, and he sticks it in his mouth, and you hear doesn't work. Yeah. Uh, and also the uh, dog collar where the dog can order things. We need an Alexa dog collar for dogs. Ordering dog food. Ordering dog food. You can bark all you want. I'm not paying for any more dog food. Ordering gravy. Every time the dog barks, more stuff shows shows up. You notice whose voice that was, huh? Harrison Ford. Uh, His dog is ordering stuff. Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood outsider. Okay, so there's a new adaptation of Stephen King's The Stand. It's it's been in development for years. Tell you where you're going to get it next. Trending now, Jody's Hollywood outsider. You guys know who Rachel Brosnahan is? She's the lead actress from The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Did you ever think you were supposed to be something and you, and you suddenly realize you're not? Yes. Married. She's fabulous and, you know, get used to her name because they're winning awards, she's winning awards. Yeah. Nothing but good stuff about how fabulously beautiful this show is and funny. Marvelous. And oh, I'm sorry, you're right. Yeah, marvelous and this is, is a Netflix show or uh, is no, it it's Amazon? Amazon Prime. It's Amazon, okay. It's Amazon. And they just finished up their second season, mm-hmm. I believe. Anyway, Rachel... Brosnahan is the lead actress here. She's Mrs. Maisel. And she's also the niece of Kate Spade, who passed oh. away tragically last year. If you yeah. guys remember the designer, Kate Spade. I've always loved her, oh, her yeah. colorful things. Like you can't, women shopping, no, you can't pass by uh, any sort of shelving or whatever that's got Kate Spade stuff on it without stopping and going, oh, you know, she just wasn't afraid of color. Everything right. was so beautiful and it just sparks happiness. Well, 
Rachel was close to Kate, and Rachel is her niece. And so going forward, this company, this company is still operating. Kate sparked it all and kind of came it up, up with it all, but the company is still thriving. And um, Rachel Brosnahan is the new face of one of the big ad campaigns for oh, one of the lines. Cool. And it's beautiful. You're going to start seeing it. And she almost looks like Kate's face. She's in that. as herself, not as Mrs. As Maisel. As herself, not okay. as Mrs. Maisel. Has nothing to do with the show. But right. look for that. It's actually a beautiful way for the family to honor Kate Spade. Mm-hmm. And that's why she wanted to do it. All right, moving on. Stephen King's The Stand. You guys know all about this this book series. In 94, there was like a TV There was a TV show movie. About it. Molly was Ringwald a, was in it. There was yeah. a TV. That's all I remember. (laughs) Good good to see it stuck. The deal is it's coming back and Stephen King is super excited about it. In fact, he said, look, I'm excited about this. The people involved know exactly what they're doing. The scripts are dynamite. And when Stephen King says that, this is the the modern post-apocalyptic drama before The Walking Dead. Yeah, it's kind of the one that kicked off that whole genre. And so it's been in development for years, this new adaptation. It's a 10-episode event, which means it's a show. 10 episodes on CBS All Access soon, and it has Stephen King's thumbs up. Up to date with Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Coming up, uh, I'm really glad that Jody wasn't sitting next to me on a little plane ride I took the Mm. other day. I'll tell you why next. And it is a good thing Jody wasn't sitting next to me. I had to do a, a little quick work trip after the show the other day. Mm-hmm. And, and so it was one of those, you know, no connections, but it was a flight there and back is all I was supposed to do. The kind of thing you can just knock out in one day with no problem. And as you know, there Except are things. Except that. that huh? <laughs> Except that. Except that. Yeah. There was like the, you know, it, it, there was a delay. It just happened. It's Murphy's Law, you know. Yeah. But um, what I do love now is, you know, I mean, in the world of apps and your boarding passes, everything being electronic, I love the fact that you don't have to sit and wonder about things anymore. And so uh, the delay that I was on, we boarded the plane. Everybody's fine. They go through the whole spiel. What they, you know, put this on. This is your your seats of flotation device. Blah, 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 blah. Right. Yeah. They love it when you blah, blah, blah that. Um, And uh, so, yeah, I guess I shouldn't. Those really are important safety checks. You're right. It's fine. But uh, so, you know, all that's done and they push the plane out like they usually do. And the engines rev up and we're about to go get onto the runway and do our takeoff. And as as we start to go, all of a sudden, then we stop again Mm -hmm. and the engines are running and we're just sitting there for a while. And I'm thinking, well, this is going to be one of those typical just delays. Maybe it's airport traffic that's the problem. And they finally come on about five minutes later and say, uh, you know, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to have to pull back up to the gate because uh, we need maintenance to take a look at something on the plane before we take off. Yeah, <laughs> yeah my and, favorite. Maintenance issues are the worst. Then, yeah. well, Don't so, tell me there's a maintenance issue and then leave me on right. that plane. So the first thing which really cracked me up and... And, and actually, I, I did tell Jody about this, is that the captain first comes on, his exact words were, uh, this will be 15 minutes while maintenance fixes the plane. <laughs> really? Right? And then we'll words be on our everything. way. <laughs> fixes the plane. Nothing specific, just right. the plane. So, uh, you know, I was like, okay, great. Well, I guess I'll wait for them to fix the plane. And uh, we, this goes on about 10 or 15 minutes, the maintenance guy gets on, and, uh, and the, then I get a text message from the airline that says, we're sorry for returning to the gate. Our maintenance team is evaluating the airspeed indication system. <laughs> oh. Which I'm thinking, boy, if Jody was sitting next to me, I would have to explain that means the speedometer's <laughs> Working, you know what I mean? No, I got that. We don't that. know how fast this thing's going. I got that. Thanks, though. So, did you? Didn't you get on a different plane? 
Yeah, that's a, yeah, that's Good. exactly what wound up happening. Is yeah. we just did, you know, the maintenance couldn't get it to work. Couldn't so fix the speedometer. So they, well, we great. unloaded all of our luggage and put us on a different plane, and we wound up going, which would have been Jody's preference, right? Absolutely. If there's a problem, I don't want to be on it. And Sam is not only our music news guy, he's also the one who tells us the stories behind the song. Behind the lyrics. Behind the lyrics. Sam's Behind the Lyrics. Yeah, we're going to do Gladys Knight since she's singing the anthem this week at the uh, Super Bowl uh, and her big song, Midnight Train to Georgia. He's leaving. Leaving. I'm here to tell you, that song means so much to me. Whenever I hear my soul. When I hear this song, I just wind up singing the Pips part. I, I don't know what it is. But You're it's actually just, a Pip in your heart. Okay, it was written by uh, written as a pop country song by a guy named Jim Weatherly, who you probably don't know him. Well, you wouldn't think it was a country song because it's such a famous R&B hit. You know? Right, and I'm going to tell you how I got to be an R&B hit. Well, first of all, let me tell you how I got to be. Jim Weatherly, this is unbelievable. He was friends with Lee Majors, you know, $6 million man. Oh, really? So he calls up Lee one day to talk to him, and who answers the phone? Farrah Fawcett. Right, they were. And Leah Majors I think they were, were married or that's, dated. That's right. when you start stuttering on yourself. Farrah, and he said, "Hey, you know." They start saying, "Farrah, what's up?" And she says, "I'm packing my bags right now. I'm taking a midnight uh, plane to Houston to, oh. vi- to visit my parents." She said it. Yes. Oh my God! And so he goes, oh, "Whoa, wait a second! You're right. This is so unbelievable." He has this conversation, <laughs> hangs up, and he goes, "Within 30 minutes, I had the song based on what she just said to me." So he did "Midnight Plane to Houston," and she's no pips man no it's missing not, something not like soul there either so about a year later sissy houston hears of this song mm-hmm. whitney houston's mom and she right. says i want to record it i want to put it in an r&b spin and you got to change it because houston and houston you know my name is houston i'm going to Houston. sure how about a train to georgia that's more more my speed so let's do midnight train to georgia sissy houston You can see her background singers are kind of doing what the Pips did later on when Gladys got right. hold of it. She asked the guy, Weatherly, she's like, can I change it? He goes, as long as I got publishing rights, you can change it to whatever city you want to make it. Nice. So then Gladys heard the Sissy Houston song and said, well, you know, me and the Pips, we got to do that one. And they got a Grammy for it. He's The song was even inducted into the Grammy Hall of Fame, too. Uh, rightly so. This version, not the one playing the Houston. Well, and it doesn't matter that the lyrics are wrong. He's still sitting pretty Cha-ching. because he was the writer, right? Yeah. So smart. And thanks, Farrah Fawcett. <laughs> Sam's behind the lyrics. All right. We love to hear from you the most every morning. So 877-310-4MSJ. Leslie wants to let us know next, guys, what we should be doing this weekend. Call or text us anytime, 877-310-4MSJ. Always love to hear from you. What's going on, Leslie? You must have a hard time trying to keep those guys contained. I don't keep them contained. (laughs) There is no containing crazy. (laughs) Well, hey, I just a couple things. Um, I think it was last week you guys were all talking about TV shows to binge. Oh, yeah. We're always... we have just finished Magnificent Maisel, Mrs. Maisel. Right. Okay. Oh, and yeah. it, was, it was phenomenal. Okay, so how many seasons is that? Two? I have, yep, we have watched two. So I'm hoping there's a three out there. Do oh, you of know? course there will be. You know why? It's of, winning awards. It's winning awards, which means it's getting backed, it's getting money backing. Um, so oh, it, I think it won. Good. 
a, a cast, an ensemble for comedy award the other night at the Screen Actors mm-hmm. Guild. She won the first season. Right. So it's definitely going to be, there will be more. Yeah, it was wonderful. And it's so fun listening to you in the morning. So it's like, oh, this is what I should do this weekend. Oh, thank <laughs> oh, sweet. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I'm going to watch Maisel now, too. And Jody, you will love the fashion. The okay. fashion will just blow. I mean, it, it's just amazing. You'll love it. Is it like rated mature? Could my Phoebe watch it with me? Yeah, the only, the very first one, your daughter probably shouldn't because there's a little sexual content in the beginning. Okay. And then it's then it's clean all the way through. But okay. if she didn't watch it, I would just prepare her or just let her know it's going to be a little risque. Okay. Right up the front, probably last 30 seconds, maybe. <laughs> Because you know how that is. Yeah. <laughs> well, now you're telling Sam exactly where to watch. <laughs> okay. All right. I know. All right. You guys are in charge of watching it now. You got it. You got it. Thank you, Leslie. I appreciate you Thank so you. much. All right. You guys, Have a good you guys be safe. Will do. Thank you. Is it Marvelous or Magnificent? It's the Marvelous, marvelous Mrs. Maisel. <clears throat> Did you ever think you were supposed to be something and you, and you suddenly realize you're not? Yes. Married. So cute too. Amazon has a lot of great originals, also, and mm-hmm. it's not that we don't want. I just don't think game. about that as much. We're so Netflix bound, you know. Yeah. Netflix and Hulu. Yeah. So yeah. Thank you, Leslie. Jump in anytime. We love to hear from you. Eight seven seven three one zero four MSJ. You can call or text that number. Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood outsider. Got some surprising news from Taylor Swift from the set of Cats. Okay, mm-hmm. um, she's maybe doing something that we never thought she would do. Tell you about it next. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Okay, you know what Swifties are, guys. Taylor Swift fans. Right. Some news here. Big news for Swifties. In fact, I really like a lot of her songwriting, and I think it's clever, and you know she's empowering and all that. So I, I'm excited about this. This bigger than Cats? <laughs> well, it's how about it's it's tied to Cats. She's on the set right now. Filming the um, movie musical Cats, right? Along with like Rebel Wilson and Idris Elba and James Corden. Mm-hmm. And so yesterday, James Corden tweet. Well, first of all, Taylor is going to play Bumble Arena, right? The most flirtatious of the cats, and she's got solos. And the word from the set, by the way, is that she's staying in character the whole time, um, being Bumble Arena. I don't know if that's true because that's odd and funny. Everybody else <laughs> well, is like this thing and she's in, in. She loves cats to begin with. She's got she her does. own. She always she's, features them. She's really going to shine here. Yeah. No, but um, yesterday, the Late Late Show, which is James Corden, mm-hmm. tweeted Some of you have never had to harmonize with a Grammy winner while driving and it shows. Oh. Ah. Yeah. So the rumor is they have filmed a carpool karaoke together. Yeah. That is big. I never thought she'd be the kind to... Of course, everybody's going to do Carpool eventually, Karaoke yeah. eventually, but I didn't, I didn't see her doing it. I don't know why. You know, she doesn't do a lot of late-night talk show stuff. Right. She's not likely to just pop on somebody's couch and just Pretty smart tell for it all. Gordon, though, to get it, you know, hey, look, we're working together. How about I get a car? I'm we... sure they were together for five minutes before he mentioned it. Yeah. So, so I do a little segment called Maybe Carpool you've Karaoke. you've heard of it. Why would he tweet that if they had not at least filmed right. some Carpool right. Karaoke? Yeah. So, um, Swifties, that's big and good news for you. Moving on, Sam, I know you are going to be happy about this. The Oscars, the Academy Awards, reversed their course on the song nominees. So not just two songs will be performed from the best song category. Um, All five, which means the Mary Poppins song will be there. Well, maybe all those things that you 
That's smart. They should have never tried to float that balloon the other way anyway. <laughs> and well, they were just trying to, I guess, um, for time constraints yeah. for the show, and they were they picked the two songs that everybody knows. You know, mm-hmm. how many times have audiences complained? I don't even know this song. Why are you wasting my time? Yeah. But everybody got together, you know, I guess all the nominees and said, look, we really all should be singing. Right. So Good. all five songs will be performed at the Academy Awards. That means Emily Blunt will be there performing mm-hmm. that song. All right. Coming up in your next Hollywood Outsider. Adam Levine did a press conference, uh, pre-Super Bowl press conference yesterday. Tell you what he had to say about the show and the backlash that they faced. Up to date with Jody's Hollywood Outsider. It's Friday, big game weekend. Uh, you know, which we're all excited about for the food factor yeah, and the commercials. Sam's well, if, actually. Uh, if the groundhog sees his shadow on Saturday, we get six more minutes of football. <laughs> I don't know. I can tell you there are a lot oh, of people. That's that, the best joke you made all week, Sammy. Congrats. That's lame. There, there, are, there are a lot of people that don't want six more weeks of winter. Oh, I know. Six more that. minutes of yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, with the game going on this weekend, you're watching for the football, you're watching for the commercials, but don't forget, there's a lot of food up for grabs here. Free. Oh, no worries. Um, Sam always oh, yeah. finds the new eats. <laughs> He's. The food, dude. Buffalo Wild Wings, if it goes into overtime, is giving away a free snack to everybody. That's, snack. It's like, it's, like snack wings. It's either five-piece wings or eight-piece boneless wings. That's a lot of wings. I'm yeah. sorry. That's but, protein. But, but if they go into overtime, don't, don't run to Buffalo Wild Plenty. Wings because it's going to be like a date in the future. Wait, <laughs> wait, wait you, think, you think a five-piece is a lot? To me, five pieces is just getting started. It's a start. I know. Five I know. Pieces, I'm married to you, Murphy. It, five pieces is maybe the first third. Five pieces of chicken with sauce on it. Yeah, it's enough. Mm-mm. Okay. Also, the folks at Hardee's are giving. If there's a pick six, which is Jody, I don't remember an interception return for a touchdown. Oh, uh, Hardee's yeah. is giving away a sausage biscuit, and that'll also be at a later date in the nice. future. So don't go run into Hardee's. So that's they're picking something time. that's a little less likely to happen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Give me the high stake stuff. Uh, <laughs> Uber is whichever team loses, and you're in the loser city. Uber is offering a free ride to everybody who needs a ride. Wow, that's pretty neat. Uh, that and is pretty if neat. Both teams combined for over a thousand yards. Oikos, the yogurt people. Yeah, they're giving away a free yogurt. You know, pick you up a pick free, a free yogurt. Pick okay. you Pizza Hut. Now get this deal. Pizza Hut. If you're the first baby born after the kickoff, after the kickoff, and, and you got to jump through some hoops here. You got to take a picture of your baby, the time, and all right that, then. and post it on Twitter. Right. Uh, you get a year of free pizza, and you get sick tickets to the Super Bowl next year. That's huge. Yeah. That's big. Yeah, so I got to call Sammy and Melissa up and say, can we rush this along a month? Right. You got some Super Bowl tickets online here. Give you something to look forward to. And uh, the folks at Waiter, delivery service, uh, they've listed the top 10 items that are ordered over the, the sure. during the game. Pizza's not in there because pizza, they bring it themselves, the restaurant. Top five, chips and salsa, burgers and cheeseburgers, fries, boneless wings, and traditional chicken wings. So if you order and stick to the menu. Thank you, food dude. Coming up with Murphy's Sam and Jody. I cannot wait to get to music news today because we're going biopicking. <laughs> biopicking, a new musical biopic by the greatest singer on all the world. I know it. Uh, also, we love to hear from you. Jump in anytime and give us a call. 877-310-4MSJ. Sandy, you're next. And yesterday, after the show, on the Murphy, Sam, and Jody after the show podcast, Jody intervened on Sam a little bit. In case you missed that, go catch it online. Just the two of us having a really personal conversation, something I think you need to stop. Well, For your own good, we'll Sammy. see about that. We'll okay. see what happens this weekend. Reach out to us anytime. We'd love to hear from you at 877-310-4MSJ. You can call, you can text, you can Facebook us, whatever yeah. is best for you. Whether it's about breakfast for dinner or game day grub, love to hear from you. What is up, Sandy? Hey. 
Hey, Jody. I'm so glad you cleaned your closet. <laughs> yeah, me too. Thank you. <laughs> and you don't even live there. <laughs> uh, right? I walk into my closet and I'm like, ugh. Anyway, oh. breakfast for dinner, my son and I have chorizo and scrambled eggs and a tortilla shell. Mm. Eat once a week. Oh, wait. Yeah. Say it again. Say it again. Chorizo oh. and scrambled eggs. Yep. Oh, rolled yeah. in a tortilla. You know what I do with that oh, one? Yes. You do chorizo, the scrambled eggs. I also like to uh, cube up some potatoes and throw them in there as well. Yes, and and they cook in that chorizo. Ooh. And no, yeah. nobody said the word cheese yet. Well, yeah, you got to have cheese. Do you have cheese? Oh, well, yeah, that's a given. Yeah. Cheese uh, on everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can, oh, there's so many happy ways you can eat that, but that's even better. I've I know. never done that, done it that way. That's so good. Yeah. And Ted Bundy movies. Yeah. Back in the day, mm-hmm. Mark Harmon played Ted Bundy too. You're right. And he came, and he turned out to be Gibbs. True. So there's hope for there's hope for Zach. I know yeah. Zach. Well, look, there's he's wonderful. I'm glad he can do it all. It's just it's, there's more to him than just High School Musical. I know. I'm glad for him for that. You know. I'm, you know, it's exactly. funny, Sandy, is the two people you, we get, we mentioned in here, Mark Harmon and Zac Efron, it's like two heartthrob type people. Who it's played like Ted Bundy. Ted Bundy, they didn't just get, you know, average Joe. No, because he, no. women found him attractive. Yeah. Exactly. He was charismatic and attractive yeah. and friendly and... Which makes it that's worse. That's what you even, wanted people to see, but... Exactly. You know. More creepy. So, Zach's not the only heartthrob that's played him. You're right. Thank you for keeping it real for us, Sandy. (laughs) Appreciate you. I'm old old school. I remember this stupid stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Y'all stay warm and have a great day. You too. I love listening to you guys. Thank you so much. Call back anytime, Sandy. I mean it. We appreciate the call. Look, sometimes the the funny people and the pretty people are the ones that impress us the most in this. Yeah, and that's in a movie like Zac that, Efron you know? in this expect. new and movie where he plays Ted Bundy. And if you're like me, you're funny and pretty. Yay, Sam! If you yeah, don't say yeah, so yeah. yourself. Right. <laughs> Coming up, Sam has music news. There's a new musical biopic in the works, but it's about a lady that uh, I guess she tackled the Titanic and she tackled Vegas, and now she's going to tackle the big screen. Sam's got music news. There's a new musical biopic in the works, and this one is going to be for Miss Celine Dion. Right. I'm your They're going to call it the power of love from yeah. what I read. Yeah, the the, nice. the woman who's directing it, Valerie Lemaitier, mm-hmm. uh, nice. is actually going to direct it and play Celine in the movie. Whoa. I always thought that that's tricky. How do you direct and play? Well, you in, know in exactly what you want from your person. You do, yeah. but you're having to do it, bef- you know, in front of and behind the camera. I would think that that would be challenging. It's, it's that's been all. done. Sounds like the kind of thing you would do, Murphy, if you were in a in well, that there, world. There you go, yeah, isn't it? I mean, if you screw it up, do you yell at yourself? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I you told in- you what to say. You internalize. <laughs> anyway, it's going to follow her, a Celine, from her childhood to her rise as a teenager and uh, her. Meeting Ren- Renee. Meeting Renee, marrying Renee, the kids, or Renee. I'm assuming they're going to reach the part where Renee passes away. Yeah. And not just, you it's know, be a end tough it all story. in Vegas. It is. Yeah. yeah. But she's approved it all. She's okay with yeah, it. Yeah, she's so turned I mean, over all the music. She said, here, do what you want to do. the greatest biopic in the world. <laughs> I am the greatest. Uh, by the way, she did announce, I don't know if you caught this, that this is her last year on Ve- in Vegas. Yeah, I heard she's that. She's got some dates coming up later this year, and then that's it. She's... Turning, She's done it for a long turning time. Turning over the keys to the palace to somebody else. Uh, Sharon Osbourne, Ozzy Osbourne's wife, says that there is a, uh, a new doc, a biopic in the works for Ozzy. I know. Actually, there's two. One that they approve of and one that they don't. <laughs> she said the one that they don't is like everything, the timeline is all screwed up. But the one that they, she and Ozzy do approve of, or she thinks Ozzy approves of it, uh, <laughs> she wants an unknown person to play Ozzy. 
Agreed. Yeah. And this is going to follow them from the minute they met. This is supposedly the movie starts when they met and mm-hmm. it ends when they get married. Yeah. Her dad was a record exec. Yeah. And she was like, didn't even happen to be in the office that day. It was like being the receptionist or whatever when Ozzy walked in. I think her dad man- managed Black Sabbath or something, something and Ozzy like was in it. And so she got right. to meet. Anyway, it, it's um, cool that they've been together this long through all of that I when you think about cool. it. you know, I'm now, sure it's not been easy. She says she knows who she wants. She has a, a star in mind that she wants to play her on the big screen. <laughs> yeah, <I bet. laughs> yeah, Giselle Bundchen. Charlize Theron. <laughs> uh, but she says as far as Ozzy goes, she wants it to be a completely unknown person. So. Truth. They can just I let think it that's fly. smart. I like because that. Because you're going to see the actor and not necessarily the Aussie character. That you, I agree with that. Can't be Harry Styles. Sorry. Or, or Zac yeah. Efron. Oh, he could do it. Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Music news. All right, coming up, Jody's done a little too much Googling and is self-diagnosing a little medical thing mm-hmm. she's got going on. Next. Oh, no, I'm going to have to have surgery. Uh-huh. For sure. Yes, doctor. Sam, I wanted to tell you about something that Jody was talking with me about while we were in bed the other night. Um, <laughs> she, she was, uh, she was getting. Do I need she, to turn the lights down a little? She, she said, "You know, she says as much as I don't want to admit this, unfortunately, I think I'm going to have to have another foot surgery." I'm like, well, "No, wait a second, because you know what's it been? Three years since your last one, Jody? I think three it's or three years, three or four so, years ago that I had surgery on my right foot, and uh, it was your right." Did you right it was foot? my right foot. I had like the side, I think it's called the bunion, like was hurting really bad. But I also had a nerve that had to be removed from the bottom. I yeah. damaged it. So you can't move your middle toe anymore. No, my middle toe stays straight. Yeah. It would be it's good that's not her finger. Right? <laughs> <laughs> tough Why to explain is she to always doing I, that? I exchanged pain for numbness. So that whole part yeah. of my little part of my foot is numb. It doesn't numbness. drag, does it? No, yeah. but so, it gets when it gets when it hits something, it's, yeah. it's well, it was. I mean, it was a sort of a twofer that was going on there. You had right. two things done, but what you're talking about is the My, bone thing. It's on your the bone other thing foot? that's the bone thing that's on just near the big toe. That bone, it grows outward. I think it's called a bunion. Anyway, but I remember the doctor saying, "This is like genetic, and you are likely going to have to have it on your other foot as well." In hmm. time, she saw that, and for sure, tick tock, tick tock. The left foot is hurting me in that spot, and it's poking me in my shoe. It's painful. But you, it's but getting worse. You've not gone to the doctor about this yet. No, but right. she said, you're probably going to have to come see me again for it, and I can tell it's happening. This is self-diagnosis. This is self-diagnosis. Fine. Yeah, you know, I'm going to lay some money down. No, I, I, I tend I agree with you. If Jody were, to, if you traced both of her feet right now mm-hmm. on a piece of paper, the right <laughs> side would be flat, and on the left you would have a little curve going right. around. Right, you'd have the, one yeah. turkey and one straight so, thing. I don't know what, but one turkey. You don't make foot turkeys. You make hand turkeys. Whatever. Oh, you're, you, okay. you're right, Boo. That's a good. That's a good so, way to describe that's right, it. Boo. But I'm. Uh, <laughs> I'm I'm a little bit nervous for you. I know you don't want to have surgery again, but that was that was a long recovery time. You you had to go ride around on a knee scooter. You remember how many walls you scuffed up? Mm-hmm. I do. <laughs> I am a little worried about the medicine. You guys remember how different I was on pain meds? Yeah, you were weird for a couple days. Yeah, Actually, you really you it's, it was almost like mentally checked out. Of yeah, it. Jody. Yeah, Jody. You um, know, because because Jody is normally. You know, fidgety and energetic and productive would be a good word. Productive, yes. And you were <laughs> not you were, fidgety. You were quite unproductive, <laughs> <a few days. laughs> but you were feeling good. Super weren't mellow, you? <laughs> super mellow. Yeah. So I don't love that that it changes me, but yeah. I'll need it. I think. All right. Well, I mean, I'll watch that for you. There actually is something totally different that I'm concerned about. That really, that it changed about you completely. Completely. In case you don't remember, one comple- little foot. Yeah. No. This is yeah, it, but it has nothing to do with your foot. That's, that's next. <laughs> 
So uh, Jody was just t- talking about foot surgery possibility. You know, the same thing that you had years ago on your right, right foot, foot is something that you're going to have to do on your left foot. And, and I can feel it now. My doctor said you're going to come see me again. It's hereditary. And I'm like, eh, okay. And, I, and she's right. Hmm. I got a call. But th- there was one big Dang. thing that changed after Jody's last surgery that a lot of people don't know because if you listen to Jody in the present, you really can't tell the difference. But your voice changed, and mm-hmm. you know part of that is we think because of the intubation and the tube that went oh, it's down not the part; it's the reason right. that um, that thing went down my throat. The, what do you call it? Intubation, yeah. And they pulled it out, and I sounded different forever. There's like how I sounded before the surgery and how I sound now. So I, I actually we have a recording of <laughs> an interview that we did with William Shatner. <laughs> and, uh, that's all way, that's way before the foot surgery, <laughs> so, but it but was it, before. That's but, the audio you found. But, but, it actually, <laughs> but it does set the tone for how different Jody. This is actually Jody's voice. Listen carefully. Uh, you'll you'll be surprised at what you hear. Good morning, William Shatner. Good morning, Jody. How are you? I'm really well. You knew it was Jody right off the bat, didn't well, you? Well, I figured Murphy, Sam, and Jody. <laughs> yeah. And if this was Murphy's voice, I was in trouble. <laughs> You're in trouble anyway. That's true, Jody. <laughs> oh, the guys are just on the edge of their seats to talk to you, so they're really? going to take over. Are they tilted forward? Yes. 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 Yeah. It's not often we get to talk Sounds to them. Sounds like you're on helium, Jody. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Listen to the right. ending here. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say... <laughs> You're wow. you're really sweet. I Jody, didn't want to like you. I didn't want to like you. No, no, I I didn't want to love you. <laughs> <laughs> but something has happened between us, Jody. Okay. Yeah. Wow. He won your heart, but you sound like a kid yeah. there, Jody. And I'm guessing that's that probably... was a long time before the foot surgery. But okay. yes, so that's like. 12 years ago maybe yeah yeah and doesn't everybody's everyone's voice, voice a bit. change a lot but I, after the surgery we, we would go see friends who had we'd seen two weeks before and they'd be like are you sick i'm like yeah no i know it happened right after it's my, new voice. my voice is different I well hello it's really marked for anybody that hasn't run into you in a while you get used to it because we hear it every day yeah why you know, oh, do we yeah so but, when you have the other surgery, or is it going to you know, make it even I'm, deeper? I'm wondering. I Maybe worry. it'll reverse it. <laughs> <laughs> I hope it doesn't reverse it, but I hope we'll see. I do probably have to have the surgery. I'll put it off as long as I can, you know. But that's what I'm concerned about for another surgery for you, Jody. I don't know if it's going to make your voice go even lower. Yeah. Or, Murphy, you know. Sam, and Sam Elliott. Right. <laughs> Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood Outsider. Adam Levine of Maroon 5 spoke to the press yesterday about his, their upcoming Super Bowl halftime show. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. So we all know that Maroon 5 will be performing at the halftime show at the upcoming Super Bowl this weekend. I've seen them in concert many, many times, and I always thought it was a really great, tight show. In other words, it was just... The music sounded really good, yeah. and they play. They have so many hits that almost everything they play. I know I've always really enjoyed them live. But you take a band that you love live for two hours, and you condense it to an eleven-minute set. We'll yeah, see. that's gonna be. There's gonna be a lot of. Oh, they didn't play. Yeah. So, also the biggest gig of their lives. I mean, you get one shot at eleven minutes. Mm-hmm. You're you're good. You've made it. You don't have to do this, but you want to because it's a dream. And then you have all this controversy. So, Adam Levine did uh, an interview yesterday. They're already in, La- in Atlanta. Of well, course. remember his NFL interview was earlier in the week was canceled. They asked, by the way, in this yesterday with Entertainment Tonight, why did you cancel? earlier this week and he said i didn't nfl canceled that interview yeah that was the answer so he cozied in with an entertainment tonight reporter and you know 
And he sort of addressed, first of all, I guess, the controversy of accepting the gig anyway. Um, I'm not in the right profession if I can't handle a little bit of controversy. Um, it's what it is. We expected it. We'd like to move on from it. And like I said earlier, speak through the music. The music. Okay, so in other words, he's not going to give you anything. He's not yeah, going to really say didn't. anything yet. But he says, you know, anybody who's got concerns, you'll be entertained, you'll be heard, is what he said. And um, Maroon Five is to be joined on stage with Travis Scott and Al. Oh well, Big Boy from Outcast. Yeah. Um, I kind of wonder though if it's a sort of situation where there may be a surprise performer. I I kind of like that unless it steals the show from them. Well, I mean, <laughs> you know the thing I mean? is, Cardi B, who's got the hit, you know, with Maroon 5 right this now, like she's in town. She's doing a Pepsi, Pepsi deal Super with Bruno Pop Mars, Marshall. and then she's doing something else that Saturday night with Meek Mill. So she's in town. Yeah. Now, she's said previously, no, I'm not She didn't want to do it. She backed out. But you, you don't know. Yeah, you don't know what's happened between now and then. Right. Um, remember when Coldplay played? Supposedly nobody remembers when Coldplay played because the <laughs> surprise guests were so big. It was Beyonce and Bruno Mars who came out <laughs> yeah. and kind of stole the show. I don't yeah. know that Maroon 5 is going to let that happen. I think yeah. Adam Levine and that band are way too methodical and planny. They want to they want to be what's remembered. Well, they, so, yeah, they're Maroon 5. Yeah, I'm um, halftime show. It's on CBS, by the way, Super Bowl on Sunday night. Coming up in your next Hollywood Outsider this morning around 8.30. Taylor Swift doing something surprising. Even her biggest fans didn't expect this. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, your Hollywood Outsider. It's Friday, big game this weekend, and that means lots of game day grub ideas we've got for you at murphysamandjody.com. Yeah, sliders. Which which one are you going to make, Jody? Um, Do you want sliders and spinach and artichoke dip in the Instant Pot? I think that's dinner on as Sunday. As long as they're not mixed together, yeah. yeah I was going to say, you're going to have to cook <laughs> two no, patches. on the side. Oh, okay. I love that. Sliders in the slow cooker and the other in the Instant Pot. I might make yeah. those carnitas in the Instant Pot. The kids love those Very good. Time. Very good. Go get well, all yeah. the recipes. Well, isn't it? Did you burn your carnitas the last time you did this in the Instant Pot? <laughs> kind of a personal question. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. You have to you're, saute them in there, right? After you're done with them, I think, you, I think the recipe was you take them out and you put them in a, a regular cast iron yeah. and brown Making them up a little. Making it not the non-instant yeah. carnitas but either way okay so it was the opposite way around they weren't yeah. brown enough until you put them in the skillet right got it all right okay game day grub at murphy sam and jody.com murphy sam and jody friday favorites sam you are up uh my friday favorite is from uh saints football coach sean payton yeah. oh, that's right, uh, that's good right. to see we're letting this go yes, sam. we're not letting it go Wait. at least not till sunday he showed up at a press conference where well, he a... had his year, end of the year press conference yes. and they asked him yeah coach uh, you know it's been a little while now what you've been doing since uh that call that never that happened no call mm-hmm forever Netflix for <laughs> <laughs> See, he's human. That is, is that's, that's that's the American way of therapy. You get robbed by the officials, while. and so you eat ice cream and watch Netflix. Just I, like I the do rest love of that us. he said that. Yeah. <laughs> I do love that he said that. But there is the time to pick yourself back up and turn the TV yeah. off. Oh, well, he will. And he has, and yeah. he has. Yeah, and you, you realize today should be your self-imposed limit, or at least this weekend. You can't carry it past the Super Bowl, Zam. Actually, you're going to have to let it I go. It depends on what happens Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> they won. They shouldn't have been there in the first place. 
Coming up next with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Sam's behind the lyrics. Right, we're trying to keep you focused on the positive, so take us there with Gladys Knight, right? She's singing the anthem Sunday, and I figure we'd do a behind the lyrics on her biggest song ever and how, believe it or not, Farrah Fawcett influenced this song. And Sam is not only our music news guy, he's also the one who tells us the stories behind the song. Behind the lyrics. Behind the lyrics. Sam's Behind the Lyrics. Yeah, we're going to do Gladys Knight since she's singing the anthem this week at the uh, Super Bowl uh, and her big song, Midnight Train to Georgia. He's leaving. Leaving. I'm here to tell you, that song means so much to me. Whenever I hear to my soul. When I hear this song, I just wind up singing the Pips part. I, I don't know it. what it is. But You're it's actually just, a Pip in your heart. Okay, it was written, by, uh, written as a pop country song by a guy named Jim Weatherly, who you probably don't know him. Well, you wouldn't think it was a country song because it's such a famous R&B hit. You know? Right, and I'm going to tell you how I got to be an R&B hit. Well, first of all, let me tell you how I got to be. Jim Weatherly, this is unbelievable. He was friends with Lee Majors, you know, Six Million Dollar Man. Oh, really? So he calls up Lee one day to talk to him, and who answers the phone? Farrah Fawcett. Right, they were. And Leah and Majors I think they were, together. were married or that's, dated. That's right. when you start stuttering on yourself. Farrah, and he said, "Hey, you know, they start saying, hey, Farrah, what's up?" And she says, "I'm packing my bags right now. I'm taking a midnight uh, plane to Houston to, vi- oh. to visit my parents." She said it. Yes. Oh my God. And so he goes, oh, wait a second. You're right. This is so unbelievable. He has this conversation, <laughs> hangs up, and he goes, within 30 minutes, I had the song based on what she just said to me. So he did Midnight Plane to Houston. And she's leaving. Oh, oh. stop it. Oh, no. All the Midnight Plane to Houston. See, no pips. Man. No, it's missing Not something. Not my soul there either. So about a year later, Sissy Houston hears of this song, mm-hmm. Whitney Houston's mom, and she right. says, I want to record it. I want to put it in an R&B spin, and you got to change it because Houston and Houston, you know, my name is Houston. I'm going to Houston. Sure. How about a train to Georgia? That's more more my speed. So let's do Midnight Train to Georgia, Sissy Houston. And you can see her background singers are kind of doing what the Pips did later on when Gladys got right. a hold of it. She asked the guy, Weatherly, she's like, can I change it? He goes, as long as I got publishing rights, you can change it to whatever city you want to make it. Nice. So then Gladys heard the Sissy Houston song and said, well, you know, me and the Pips, we got to do that one. And they got a Grammy for it. He's leaving, leaving. Man. The song was even inducted into the Grammy Hall of Fame, too. Uh, rightly so. This version, That's not cool. playing a Houston. Well, and it doesn't matter that the lyrics are wrong. He's still sitting pretty Cha-ching. because he was the writer, right? Yeah. So smart. And thanks, Farrah Fawcett. <laughs> Sam's behind the lyrics. All right. We love to hear from you the most every morning. So 877-310-4MSJ. Leslie wants to let us know next, guys, what we should be doing this weekend. Sam's behind the lyrics. Jody, you just said something about uh, this song speaks to your soul. Midnight Train to Georgia. Yes, sir. I, I don't know that I've, in 20 years we've been married, I don't know that I've actually heard this story. Oh, well, you need to hear this. All right. We'll do that next. Come hang out with us after the show. Another episode of the Murphy, Sam, and Jody After the Show podcast. Jody did an inter- intervention on Sam yesterday. In case I don't you missed know if it that. worked. I'm still here. Um, <laughs> That's not the intervention. So in Sam's Behind the Lyrics, um, you know, since Gladys Knight is singing the national anthem this weekend yes. at the Super Bowl, um, he did Behind the Lyrics on Midnight Train to Georgia. But before you 
before he told the story of the song, Jody, it's you a said crazy story. You said you said that song speaks to my soul. Oh, baby! I don't know that I've ever. I know you've loved that song. You love Gladys Knight, but we, as long as we've been married, I don't know the story. Okay, here. well, anytime that song came on the radio when I was a little girl, I remember once falling down. Okay, I was uh, in roller skates. There was carpet. It was raining outside. This is why I wasn't outside skating. I remember trying to get to the stereo quickly to turn it up, and I fell down and skinned my knees. That's that's not really a song speaking to your soul, but yeah, that's true. Well, no kidding. I'm that's trying to get to the stereo that's, that's and crank pain. it. Every time it would come on, I just thought, I guess maybe because it's a story, and it's a romantic story. It's got all those... It's, 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 you know, I knew early on, you know, what it meant. L.A. proving too much for the man. Like, oh, he couldn't take that life and he's leaving. And, oh, my God, she's leaving with him. I was 110% sucked in. It was See, like a motion picture to me. you heard stories even as a kid. I, I just hear music. No, that's a story there. Yeah. And then you add the music and those vocals and the yeah. pips. It is a multi-layered experience. And it was for me as a little girl. It, that's hilarious that Sam says that because, honestly, I know. I've Sung the song a million times. I focused on the pips, yeah, and I've never really, I've never really caught the lyrics of what it, it means. It is an incredibly romantic story. Except that this is as I grew older and grew up. This is too deep for y'all. But as I grew up, I thought, hmm, do you really change your whole life and chase somebody across the country? Hmm, you know that's because that's what's going on here. Well, as long as it's about as you long know, as it's right. As long as you're not making your life all about the other person as and you have your own identity. I right. see what you're saying. And, yeah. yeah. Now we go from enjoying lyrics to psycholo- <laughs> psych- psychology. Yeah, but, but it's all about the pips. You know? <laughs> it is. It's great. What I'm saying is. That song is a special moment and place in time because it has everything right. Yeah. It has a great story. Um, you're you're seeing pictures of a person struggling and just deciding. There's something so um, I don't in the moment about that. There's a lot of songs like that. What, yeah. What's the song? Billy Joel, My Life. Mm-hmm. He's closed the shop and he's quitting and he can't do the American way. Get out of my. I'm, it's my life. I'm doing what I want to do. That's a story. Yeah, it it's is. Not just a song. <laughs> Sam, the bottom line here is you and I at some point should start listening to lyrics if we're really going to appreciate music. <laughs> it's part of the art. Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood outsider for Swifties. This is for you. Taylor Swift is doing something in London we never thought she'd do. We'll do it next. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. All right, Taylor Swift fans, you know she's uh, in London now filming the movie musical of Cats. She's playing Bumble Arena, the most flirtatious cat. Word is from the set that she is uh, in in character the whole time, which is probably fun for everybody. She's only drinking milk and eating gibbles. And mostly fun for her. But yesterday, here's the news. This is something we didn't expect. Um, you know, she's spending time with James Corden because he's in this movie too. Rebel right. Wilson, a lot of people. Jennifer he Hudson. He tweeted yesterday from the Late Late Show, some of you have never had the had to harmonize with a Grammy winner while driving and it shows. Hmm. Which means, have they taped a carpool karaoke together? Yeah. It's possible. You know James Corden can do and sing all of oh, her yeah. songs with her. That mean that's that sounds like they filmed it or yeah. they filmed oh, they're some gonna, of it. They're going to be there while shooting the movie. That's so. huge. They're going to be buddying up. So I would say expect Taylor Swift to be the next big carpool karaoke passenger. Up to date with Jody's Hollywood Outsider. We love hearing from you on Facebook and Instagram anytime. 
The producer's mailbag. Bailey, what do you have today? Uh, well, we've been talking about the breakfast for dinner phenomenon. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I and, like um, that. Beck says on Facebook, we have a commercial egg laying farm, so eggs are a common dinner. Mm. One of my favorites is a breakfast casserole. Mm-hmm. You can use bread, hash browns, or tater tots. Yes. Leftover meats like ham, and you can cook it all in the crock pot. Totally. Your options mm. are really endless with eggs. No. Endless kidding. with eggs. I endless. like that. Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> they say, by the way, we get about 17,000 eggs a day. Wow. A day? A day. No wonder. So how many what? dozen is that, Sam? <laughs> <laughs> you quick math? Divided by 12. Right. Man, would you That's incredible. Get, it's a, com- a commercial farm. I mean, I like eggs. Would you get tired of them? Yeah. Yes, every day, yes. But then I, again, you can make them in so many yeah, different so many ways. ways. Egg yeah. salad. Right. I eat them almost every day right, right now. I eat them in the mornings here. They're, they're a zero point thing, you know. Oh, yeah, zero point and you can eat them in cake. You can eat them in <laughs> cookies, <laughs> cookies. <and> dough. <laughs> uh, thank you, Beck. Yeah. Reach out anytime. We love hearing from you, Instagram or Facebook. Oh, and by the way, Murphy, it's actually 1,400 dozen eggs. Oh, oh cool. Yeah. Thanks for the quick math. Yeah. Man. Stephen King's The Stand, which if you're one of these people that reads King, you love those novels. That's a big book, too. Well, of course, all of his books are big books. Not all of them them. are. I've read a couple of short Stephen King (laughs) novels. Anyway, The Stand is apparently, it's just, before there was The Walking Dead, it's the, I don't know, godfather of the modern post-apocalyptic drama. So, um, and there was like a 1994 movie, like a TV movie. Yeah, I think it was like two nights, like a two-parter. Right. And it was long and... Well, it's getting it's getting new life now. A new TV series is coming, and Stephen King is all about it. He said the people involved are men and women who know exactly what they're doing, and the scripts are dynamite. So Stephen King is even really happy with it. It's coming. It's a 10-episode event series that'll be on... CBS All Access. I'm thinking if it's on All Access CBS, won't you eventually just run it on the network? I don't know. I don't know if that's one of those ones you got to pay for the service. Yeah. Well, the new adaptation has been in development for years. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's about these people. I guess the, the deal is the synopsis being these people that they're the they're survivors and they have to start over, yeah. right? The, the human race. Yeah, your the typical stand. zombie type of film. Typical. Well, no. Well, I mean, it's post-apocalyptic without the zombies. You get into these characters. I know people who've read those books and couldn't put them down. So look for The Stand if you're a big fan from CBS All Access coming soon. Thanks for having us on while you work. If you missed anything at all today or this week, you can always listen to the Murphy, Sam & Jody podcast. The full shows are posted. And after the show, we do something extra special only on the podcast, and we'll do another after the show episode today. Um, so this weekend, big game. And oh, is that this weekend? It is. Yes, it is, Sam. <laughs> the three of us will be watching it for three very different reasons. <laughs> and that's where we're going to go today in the after the show podcast.